From OFS, I'm Doug Shapiro. This is the Imagine a Place podcast, where we explore the power of place and the role of design in our lives. A well-designed hospitality experience transports you. And so does a great conversation. But when you have a great conversation about a well-designed hospitality experience, well, that's just going to a whole nother level. Today, I bring on Valentina Castellon, DLR's Principal and Senior Interior Designer out of Minneapolis. She's a leader in the hospitality space, and her love of story and experience is felt through this entire conversation. HD Vegas, it's coming up. Is there something you look forward to about that show every every year? I mean, is it the, the community, the camaraderie, or is it the, you know, uncovering a new material? Is there something specific you're looking for? So we always talk about we're like we hunt for the the elusive booth that just like blows us away. What <laughs> is different, you know? Uh, there, there's a lot of times where people are like copy paste, rinse, repeat because it's that's just the nature of what they do. But then there's people who take it to that next level that really like shine in that creative field. And like you are, it's one of the largest expos to the creative field. So how can you kind of set yourself apart? And it's, you know, everyone ends up talking about like, oh my gosh, but did you see this one? <laughs> so I think <laughs> we always look for who is displaying their product um, the best way and, you know, like how, how they executed it. And, um, We've actually uh, been a part of kind of helping design booths in the past. So we understand that there's like so many constraints to it, but, you know, just really standing out and telling a story. Obviously, that's what we like to do within a hotel space. So why not create your own small story within this like massive sea of beautiful, shiny things? Um, But then as of late, I would say also like the camaraderie is like, it was something that you didn't realize that you were going to miss so much. I remember mm. even HD last year, um, it wasn't huge like how it uh, had always been, but it was, I mean, we were like running and hugging each other. We're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I missed you so much. <laughs> That's awesome. I can absolutely relate to that feeling. And with MiaCon around the corner, uh, for me, that's that's my opportunity to, to get all my uh, my hugs and high fives and and those moments in that are so important to an industry, especially an industry as small as ours, you know, I, I really do feel like you kind of cross a line at some point and you look around and you realize, wow, you know, like these are my friends and this is this is more than just a career. And I, I do feel like the creatives in our industry and even the, the industry folks on, on the manufacturing side, uh, we, we really do become kind of a family. Definitely. We, I mean, you go to weddings and you celebrate birthdays with each other, right? Like that you, you see some of these people sometimes more than you see some of your family. Um, so it's always nice to be able to kind of celebrate with each other. And I think it's like a, it's a reunion. And once you get into like that circuit of uh, conferences, you get to see each other actually even more frequently. So I'd love to know if there's a, a special corner inside hospitality design that you love to explore. Like, is there, is there an element that you're most passionate about? I mean, I, I know you mentioned storytelling, so that's what kind of led me to think about that. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a couple of parts that I'm just like, 
that are my babies. The concept design, the storytelling, that to me is obviously uh, what really gets me excited about design. So anytime that we try to design um, a different space or, you know, even it doesn't matter the scale, we always like to create a story and something that really is like the design ethos, the the thing that we can pull back to when we're like, mm, what's the right decision? We're like, well, what's the story? What are we telling here? Like, what is the heartbeat of this story that like is making us make this decision? Is this the right thing or is this the right thing? And that really starts with um, whether it's like local, um, locally inspired so that it can start with just the deep, deep research as far as, you know, what the landscape is, how people got there. It could be, you know, a unique, like, migration pattern. It can be um, a certain like crossing of rivers. It can be inspired really by anything, but um, really immersing yourself. And then also just being like boots on the ground, going to the place, really feeling what the aura and the sense of that space is. Because each location has something unique to tell. And whether that story um, is really locally derived, or if it's not, you still want to tie it into the the location that you're designing to. So um, really creating that story helps uh, to guide how you design a space. It, it creates these design pillars that you really want to like stand to so that um, your design feels thoughtful. So every little detail you kind of can bring back to that story. You're like, oh, I see how that connects. And, you know, people who are well-traveled and really appreciate that, like they, they notice those little details. Um, and then for some, for some guests, if they don't and you tell them that they're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> so was there ever an aha moment that you had that, that you can fall back on and remember where you actually uncovered the source of inspiration that you're talking about that drove a story. Was there one of those that really stands out? Yeah. So, um, there was a hotel, it's currently under construction that, um, uh, uh, myself and my team, we really started to like dig into, um, and it really kind of starts with the, the comp set, right? You want to understand like the landscape of where you're doing research, but also understand, who your guest is. And it was located on a university campus. And we started kind of just peeling back the layers of what this campus meant, you know, the location. And as we started to peel back, we discovered this gentleman who was one of the original founders of the university. And I mean, it roots back to 1800s. And he was this really intellectual, well-traveled man. He, at the time, you know, People weren't just hopping on flights and, you know, going overseas. Uh, he was traveling on ships and, you know, discovering different parts of the world and then bringing that back to, you know, the Midwest, which is, you know, a little bit unsuspecting. But what he learned on his voyages and on his travels, just that collection of knowledge and that cultural um, empathy and understanding. He brought that back and really ingrained it into how he wanted to operate the university. And we, we found that to be so cool. And we started to wow. kind of look at him as a human, but also just the idea of being this curious collector, traveling the world, and then kind of bringing back these found objects and um, different sciences. And you know, even thinking about like medicine, Eastern versus Western medicine. And this curious collector is kind of what was born out of that. And that was definitely one of those aha moments. Even thinking about the guest room art, um, 
this gentleman was photographed always with a fedora hat in the background and all the black and white photos that were of him, there was always this hat in the background. So we're like, mm. how can we subtly just bring that into the design? So in the guest room, we have a fedora hat that's just hanging on the wall as a piece of art. So again, very subtle. If you know the story, you know the story, but once you're told, you're like, oh, that's actually pretty clever. And then even um, within the art, having these found objects that are in a shadow box from different parts of the world. So it's, it's being able to, really again bring that story all the way through that's that aha moment where you're like yes that final detail that little like the period at the end of the sentence that still ties into what we thought about at the beginning what really drove the design so it's it's carried through i absolutely love that and as you're describing this man and his and his life and his passions like it's funny because i'm imagining a space a place you know i'm imagining a place as you're describing this person and I'm like, I want to be there. You are, <laughs> you are reaching something inside of me just through his story that interests me. Uh, so I can't imagine that being translated into a physical space and how interesting that would be. Um, are you? Can you share the the name of this this hotel? Yeah, um, it's like I said, it's still under construction, but um, it will be located in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, it will be an autograph hotel, so part of the Marriott collection. But um, it is it's currently called the Glen, and that had that name um, had gone from well, it started as the Glen, and then it evolved to the Vanguard. So. This property was it's something that has evolved like ten thousand times. It was supposed to be multifamily and then they're like no we're gonna change this so um when the hotels open there's some some suites in there that are really badass <laughs> they should nice. check out uh because it, they were meant to be like full apartments so um some of the the suites are really luxurious they're uh definitely like larger than what you would be used to seeing in a hotel so i'm very excited for it to you know, really get going and being able to see how it evolves. I'm excited. Sign me up. Um, that <laughs> sounds amazing. Uh, I guess since we're in the mood for storytelling and we're in that zone, that headspace, is there a story maybe from your career or, or your life or childhood, whatever it is that you love telling? Um, it, it might be how I decided to get into hotel design and it started when I was about 16, 17 years old. My dad had moved to South Beach, which ironically is where I'm at right now. Um, and he, when he moved down here, he had always been passionate about art and so had my mom. So I come from a very artistic family. My mom was an art student and my dad was a professor's assistant in the sculpting class. And that's how they met. So he always had this beautiful collection of art. And um, as I uh, would come to visit him, uh, he had moved from where we were living to South Beach. You know, that's that's a good thing to do in the middle of your life, <laughs> you know, shake things up. So when he moved down here and I would come visit, um, he would take me to the hotels. And this is where I feel like lifestyle hotels were born. So um, mm. like the Delano and hotels of that nature that I think a lot of people 
um, are really inspired by, he would walk me in and he understood that story. So he understood the stories of each hotel and we would walk in, he would point things out. And I mean, it was everything from when you walk in the, the aroma, the scent that was very subtle, but it was, you know, like branded to that property, which again, now everybody does, but they were like the godfathers of that. Um, the light levels, it was just the music was beautifully like just interlaced into the space um dimly lit the everyone in there was just dressed beautifully and like there was just laughter filling the room and he would just point out to small details and say the reason that they did this was because of this so like for instance um at the delano he was telling me the story of when we walked in the columns had um there were these really large like tall columns and then there's drapery that kind of spans around um, the lobby space. And who knows, he maybe made up this story, but I, I bought it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it he was saying it was kind of like the voyage of Alice in Wonderland. And you had just eaten the mushroom and you now have shrunk down and you're underneath the table. So it looked like four legs of the table. Wow. And then you had the shears around that were just, again, like illuminated beautifully. Um, there's that cross breeze from the ocean coming through this space. And as you go out to the back then there was um the landscape the enlarged chessboard was back there there was just everything like the proportions of things were meant to make you feel kind of small they had these like large scale like lamp shades um that were you know compared to you were like massive so it was that story that i i was just like drawn to but it was also just this idea like everyone around was enjoying themselves they were just happy you could see people were celebrating birthdays or anniversaries or just celebrating life and i loved that feeling just walking into a space mm. where everybody's happy and um just celebrating milestones together that camaraderie that community and i was like i would love to be able to create a space where people want to celebrate life and be happy like happiness is something that you know we are always seeking so how cool would it be to create the backdrop of um, that kind of joyous space for people? Do you have a favorite piece of art at home? Uh, yes, I do, actually. So um, I was born in Chile in South America, and it's obviously a country that's a beautiful, long country along the ocean um, and then between mountains and ocean. But for me, I've always had like to live near water. Water has been like a driving force. So even in Minnesota, I'm close to a a really beautiful lake. Um, but in, I lived in Florida, lived right on the ocean. Um, so it's always like, I'm always, I don't know, it's like a magnet inside of me. I'm like, where's the water? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can live here. <laughs> so as a child, when we would go out to restaurants and even in family homes, we always had paintings that were inspired by water. And so I have a, a really weird style where I love like historic pieces, but I do love modern. Um, but uh, I have a piece that I got from my father who passed away about three years ago. So um, it was something that reminded me of him. Um, it's this beautiful boat along the ocean and it's uh, made by a famous Chilean painter. And then the frame is this 
gorgeous, like gilded, very ornate um, frame, but it just, it captures just the color palette of the landscape in Chile and just how beautiful the ocean is. Mm. It's definitely something that reminds me of him, but also reminds me of my country at the same time. That's, um, it, it sounds beautiful. And I, I love the very personal connection that you have with that. Now, when did you leave Chile and head for the U.S.? Yeah, it was about 10 years old. And um, everyone's always like, why Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I'm like, that's I a know, I'm sorry. Question. I, I mean, I, I love Minnesota, but there's a stark difference there, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so my dad uh, went to school. He had a scholarship to uh, Pennsylvania uh, university there, uh, the Ivy League school. Let me, you know, he would get so upset with me when I'd be like Penn State. He's like, no. He's like, nothing wrong with Penn State, but that's not the one I went to. I'm like, okay, um, you Penn. <laughs> and uh, when my parents were there, they were like, you know, like we love being here. Um, we should consider moving here. And uh, you know, being South American, we're very family oriented. So uh, they were like, well, let's go somewhere where we have family. So my mom had a cousin mm. that lived in Minnesota. And so they connected and that's where we ended up going. So from a beautiful Oceanside uh, experience, we went to like frigid, uh, cold weather. But I will say in defense, Minnesota is a beautiful state, beautiful people. Like the quality of humans that live there is exceptional. They are. And I just know you guys love to talk about the weather too. Oh yeah, it's it's literally the number one topic. I think is like, oh, good morning. So the weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. There's only you know maybe you talk about it because everyone's searching for that hint of optimism. You know, like is today going to be good? You know the uh, it, I just think about that move at ten years old. You know, I I have a ten year old child right now, and and I can imagine uh, doing this in reverse. So leaving uh, where we live now. And heading to Chile, and uh, what that what that must be like, and how that must um, spark a sense of exploration, and um, what a wild journey it must be. I'm just imagining, like I said, my my ten year old doing that, and um, I have to ask, you know, how that how that's you know, if if you have a special memory of that or a moment in there that stuck with you. Yeah, I, that's actually uh, very beautiful how you just described that, like the reverse. So I actually have an 11-year-old and I've never actually thought about like how in reverse, you know, how that story would play out. I have two kids and I don't think they'd be very pleased with me. <laughs> they'd be like, what are you doing? Um, so I do recall um, when we came to the United States, there's this photograph, I actually have it and it's so mind you, my mom is a mother, a beautiful woman of seven children. So there's this picture of all of us dressed to the nines because when you fly, like back in the day, my dad was always like, you need to dress your best um, even when you're on an airplane. So we're all dressed in like Sunday best at the airport, like in a row. And um, my youngest brother hadn't been born yet, but so she had six kids with her and we're all sitting uh, just waiting to like get on our plane. And I think none of us even had a clue as to like what was ahead of us. Um, wow. 
you know, just sitting there like, okay, here we are, we're going on another trip, you know, (laughs) I think, but that's also what's kind of shaped me to be such a lover of different cultures and really passionate about travel. Like even with my kids now, I always make it a point to take them to different countries and to try different foods. And, you know, they fight me on it sometimes, but, um, (laughs) just the idea of experiencing like culture, colors, architecture, you know, even rituals, like for me, all that, I, it just, I'd like live off of that. That's to me, like the most exciting part about traveling is learning about others and how other things are done. Travel for us has always been like at the forefront. I'm like, I don't need the biggest house or the nicest car, but I'm like, I better have some stamps in that passport. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So well put. So well put. Uh, Well, you transported us today. And so I appreciate your little uh, audio stamp that you gave us uh, into into a couple different hotel concepts and uh, one that one that is uh, older and well known and one that's coming and and I loved your personal story and this was really a fantastic conversation and I'm so glad that I've had this opportunity with you. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would really appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. To discover more design stories, visit us at OFS.com slash imagine a place. From OFS, I'm Doug Shapiro, and you've been listening to Imagine a Place. Imagine a Place.